Hello, hello, and welcome to another Hometown Daily News Show. I am Mayor Watt. That's me. Hometown.com is what powers the Hometown Daily News Show. I've already selected about 10, 11 articles that have been aggregated from across about 200 news sources and thrown into six main categories, create news education, entertainment, social, and technology. And there's a little podcast one there because this is also a podcast. And uh, I go through the news each day, all day, throughout the day. Um, it allows me to uh, talk about a, a whole host of topics that are relevant to various populations of people. Sometimes small crowds, sometimes big, sometimes no crowds. And I'm <laughs> talking here on Twitch. Anyway, if you're here in my chat, wonderful. Thank you for coming. Um, if you stumble across this as a VOD or as the podcast or over on YouTube, because everything starts here on Twitch and then slowly migrates its way over to, and not really slowly. Hopefully I get it done each day. Uh, after the stream, I throw it over to um, YouTube and then over to the podcast. At any rate, you might be hearing some spooky music. Uh, it's because it's Spooktober and I'm trying to, if I really wanted to scare, never mind. Uh, there were jokes that, uh, dad jokes. But anyway, let's get into today's news. The very first article um, is... Oh, let me do something real quick uh, before I get too far into this. Um, you see, I have a, a thing called Showbot that I'm subscribed to, and it allows me to post various things. You can actually submit articles to it just by typing in exclamation point, then S, and then whatever you want to say, but I'm going to be throwing articles, URLs specifically into it, and it gets thrown over to Showbot. And if you type in exclamation point Showbot, it'll give you the URL that you can go to to vote on which articles you find are interesting. Uh, different uh, places, different people use it for different purposes, but for me, I'm interested in hearing what you have to say, both comments in there and voting which articles you think are interesting. So go over to hometown.showbot.tv. I might actually make an hometown centric URL that points it over there, but at any rate, um, definitely follow the links that lead to hometown and read the articles after you click on visit the source. That's what happens. I take a small snippet of each article and I talk about it, give it some context. My particular context is from the crossroads of business, technology, and society. That's what I talk about both professionally and academically. Um, I am interested in that little triad uh, where you cannot escape it. Uh, much as many people uh, would love to get away from one or the other of the three. Uh, you'll never really get away from all three of them. Um, it's just not possible. So let's get into today's articles. Let's get back on track. I will try to make this a shorter uh, show and podcast. I would like to actually expand it to more things, more topics, more shows. I want to bring 50 of them to uh, Twitch. 
uh, and to the podcast realm. Um, you can get the podcast anywhere. Just do a search for hometown and, um, yeah, let's just get into it. Uh, enough, uh, enough prattling on about the various things. I'd love to introduce you to another thing though. No. Okay. I'll just do the show. Anyway, the very first article is in the uh, Hatch Ideas channel. Mortgage demand for home buyers is now nearly half of what it was a year ago. Huh. I wonder why. It says caused by, uh, sorry, sharply higher mortgage rates caused mortgage demand to drop to the lowest level since 1997. Yeah. But, you know, it's really hurting mostly. <laughs> The middle class and lower class. Uh, if you don't have two and a half million dollars, you're not rich. It's just not, you're just not rich. And so, and, and we're talking about liquid assets, you know, that readily available. Boom. You have to have a net worth of, of two and a half million dollars. Um, so this is stopping everybody from the, a high mortgage interest rate which right now, yesterday it was over 8%. Today it's just shy of 8%. Things are getting kind of volatile. But of course it's because you don't become a billionaire by, pardon me. You don't become a billionaire by having low interest rates. You, uh, uh, arguably you don't constrain the economy by having low interest rates. No, you stimulate the economy by having low interest rates, but while some benefit, sure, the amount of money in the system is consolidating at the top. And you can hear about that because I've been talking about it for almost a year now. I started January 1st and dove right into this. Um, Essentially, all of the wealth is being consolidated at the, the top and the top consists of producers and billionaire and multimillionaire investors, uh, most of which got their money through familial sources and was able to parlay it through connections and um, people, you know, really chomping at the bit to be one of them. Well, I hate to break it to you. Most people aren't even going to come close and you're not going to win the game. Every once in a while you have an anomaly and somebody will drag that person out and go, Hey, look at my self-made millionaire friend. And I challenge anybody to bring out their self-made millionaire friend and give a full rundown about how they made their money. And I guarantee you that I will find once you peel back the layers of the onion, some layer in there will make you cry. And not because it was all built on good intentions. Um, oh, not good intentions. Good intentions are all over the place. But actual good deeds, I doubt that exists. And I also argue that most of the time, as you approach multimillionaire, billionaire status, you end up becoming sociopathic. We can belabor that. We can talk about it if you want. Um, home prices are still higher than they were last year. That's great. That's pretty typical. Uh, but the increases are slowing down. Yeah, that could be possible too. It's because builders might start ramping up because they're running low on funds for their Ferrari. 
<laughs> mergers and con and uh, acquisitions are kind of expensive. I'm sure that somebody out there is going to find that, uh, well, no, that's not how it is. And I know a person, but come on, talk to me. That's why I'm here. I, I want to have actual dialogue about this stuff. Um, and the people that I talk to and the people that talk to me are usually nodding, nodding right along. And those that are not nodding right along aren't saying anything. Um, so I'd really like to have a conversation to see where maybe I have it wrong. I'd love to, to talk about it, though. Um, but in the meantime, I'm going to move on to the next article. And that is GM's plan to build 400,000 EVs in North America has been delayed by up to six months. Uh, it's probably going to be longer than that uh, because it hasn't been able to make batteries fast enough. GM has delayed a plan to build 400,000 EVs in North America. CEO Mary Barra said Tuesday, <clears throat> the launch of the battery production had been slower than expected. The delay pushes GM's plan back around six months per Reuters. Yeah, we are going to move towards recession and that's going to get pushed further and further. Um, the GM, sorry, General Motors company uh, has pushed back the plan uh, because it wasn't able to ramp up battery production as quickly as the company expected. And it says all of our 2023 launches are progressing well. However, due to a slightly slower launch of cell and pack production than we expected, our plan is now to produce 400,000 uh, in the future. So how far into the future? They say six months. Um, Stephen Jones over at Business Insider is uh, the source for this. Oh, in my previous article, Diana Olick from CNBC, that's the writer about the mortgage demand from Home buyers is nearly half of what it was a year ago. That was again by Diana Olick over at CNBC. Um, I, I, I tend to kind of charge through these articles. Um, so if you have something that you want to say about the article, feel free to throw it into chat. If you have something to say about uh, some experience or knowledge or something that you would like to share, then feel free. Um, the chat no longer gets displayed over there. It used to. Um, and so I won't say stuff into the stream uh, without clearing it with you first. Um, although the chat is assumed public, uh, I won't include it in the stream unless you say it's okay. Um, but 400,000 EVs requires 400,000 batteries, right? So where is all this? coming from where are they getting the resources for this to be produced in North America at a cost-effective rate the United States has oversight environmental impact surveys and so much higher cost of living than various other countries that it to me it doesn't make economic sense because even today the batteries that are created cost to replace a, an EV battery somewhere between 12 and $25,000. It's not cheap. <laughs> and then where do the batteries go or where are they reclaimed and where are they uh, recuperated into uh, or reconstituted into um, a new battery ready for use again? 
Yep, they're going to start ending up in landfills. They're going to start ending up thrown on the side of the road. Uh, we need a process that maintains and and uh, polices the quality of the battery, the integrity of the battery in the supply chain and uh, recovery and refurbishment of batteries so that they don't impact the environment so that there isn't somebody that's running around screaming how bad batteries are for the environment and now we have to go back to internal combustion engines which over their entire lifespan the carbon footprint for an internal combustion engine is massively greater than an ev even in its production it takes uh, maybe 18 months uh, to recover the environmental impact from an ev up until that battery is dropped in a landfill somewhere. So that is why I'm a big proponent of batteries not being purchased by the consumer. You don't buy a battery when you buy an EV. The car is twelve dollars to $25,000 cheaper, and you pay every time you go and swap out a battery. You go to a gas station, but it's not a gas station. It's a battery swapping station. You drive in. They pull your battery out, they put a new battery in, and you drive away. Five minutes, boom, just like an internal combustion engine. Except now you're not doing this huge impact on the environment by you know, your exhaust and all of the waste products from the end of life of your industrial, uh, sorry, internal combustion engine too. Um, no, we can we can make a cleaner world, but it's going to change. You're going to have to change the way that things work. It's going to be more effective. It's going to be more efficient. It's going to cost dramatically less. Why? Because the battery isn't yours and you don't have to worry about it dying in 10 years because there is a company that is offering up batteries to swap out regularly. You can have competition just like gas stations do today, except they are swapping out batteries. Pretty neat idea, right? This isn't a brand new idea. Even Tesla had the idea and they failed to deliver even the very first test of it. Why? I'm not sure. I guess the engineering wasn't there or there wasn't enough money in it. You know, would you pay 10 bucks to drive into somewhere and swap out a battery? You're doing more than that now for gas. And you're paying, you know, $75,000 for an F-150 on top of it. So the, and the lightnings are more expensive for crying out loud. Well, we'll see what happens with this. Um, there are countless companies that make a promise about doing this, that, or the other. And then because of financial difficulties, six months down the line they pull the plug because it doesn't make economic sense Barra said that the delay was due to the fact that it had taken quote a little longer than expected to hire and train more than 1,000 workers needed to staff its new battery production plant in warren ohio which began production in september gm didn't immediately respond to insiders request for further comment okay how much are these going to cost and this is something that I was talking about uh, during the earnings call. Barra said the company 
is working to secure its future supply chain through strategic supply agreements and direct investment. Hello, Toll. Including an agreement with uh, Queensland Pacific Metals in Australia, announced in October to secure nickel and cobalt, both important elements in battery production. Welcome to the show. <clears throat> Pardon me one second while I take care of something. But this is just battery production. The rest of it is going to be just as slow to deliver. Are the wages going to be suppressed? Uh, feel free to lurk, Toll. And um, thanks for coming. And uh, so are the wages going to be suppressed? I already talked about articles where the moment that uh, business school graduates get a hold of a business, it suppresses the wages. It doesn't increase the profitability or efficiency or effectiveness of the business. Um, and, and really the only thing that happens is that the wages of the employees are suppressed. So you increase the margin because the cost of operations declines because wages are suppressed, but you're not any better. In fact, you're probably pissing off all of your employees because wages don't increase. And every year I look, the wages are 3% lower than the previous year because nobody's getting a cost of living increase. And I looked at various years from 1975 until uh, 2021, 2022. 22, uh, 2022 wages are 3% less than 2021, which was 3% less than 2020. Um, it it basically is a, a, a fiscal centipede of negative value. You become as an employee more efficient, but you're not getting any of that benefit. So let's move on. Where are people making money? Big law firm passes on representing Kanye West after the rapper refuses to back away from anti-Semitic remarks. No, he leaned into it. <laughs> um, yeah, and the Holocaust Museum in L.A. started getting all kinds of hate mail and, and vitriolic statements. Um, pretty fascinating that, <laughs> that this is taking place. I, I, I don't quite understand it. Um, Maybe somebody can explain it to me. You are uh, out there. I know people are downloading the podcast. I know that people are watching the VOD. I know that people are watching it over on YouTube. Um, very sporadically, discovery on YouTube is, well, I don't know what it is. I don't know what you have to do uh, to be seen over on YouTube, but I'm not a dumpster fire, so I'm not quite sure if uh, I'll uh, be viewed over there. Um, but at any rate, none of this makes any sense. You know, why would Kanye West say these things and go down this route um, when it's provable everything that has transpired in history? And it's not it's not really <laughs> it's not open to interpretation. Well, He's basically losing a whole lot of money, and I hope that people don't, although the adage about you know, memory like a goldfish doesn't actually hold any scientific value, um, I hope people don't have a memory like a goldfish and that they remember these things. But we have this strange knack in society to just set aside 
things like this for uh, well, anybody in sports, anybody in music, anybody that's uh, really attractive, anybody that uh, we are fans of. Forgetting that fans means fanatic and fanatics actually has a historical context to it as well. We need more reasoned responses. And when somebody does something like this, and leans into it, I think everybody in society should just step away and go, maybe this is not who we want to idolize. So Big Law um, is a, a, it's a type of law firm. Um, you know, it's not like a, a, a one person hanging out their shingle kind of a law firm. Well, it was a few days ago that reports flew around that um, big law that Brown Rudnick was representing rap star Kanye West and not just another partner was reported to helm the representation, but Camille Vasquez, the partner who crossed over from legal powerhouse to pop culture phenom for her successful representation of Johnny Depp and in his defamation case against Amber Heard. West certainly needs the legal help since he's been on a whirlwind tour of problematic behavior. He launched anti-Semitic attacks on social media that got him booted from Twitter. He sp spread uh, vicious, unfounded rumors that it wasn't uh, former police officer Derek Chauvin that caused George Floyd's death, but rather fentanyl. <laughs> and as a result, is facing a $250 million lawsuit, and he wore a White Lives Matter shirt to his easy fashion show and he's lost deals with uh, Balenciaga and Adidas, uh, Adidas. Um, I've been <laughs> I've heard this all my life depending on which circle you're in some people say it's Adidas but it's Adidas um, as a result so and now TMZ is talking about him and you know no press is bad press so I guess some press is good press Catherine Rubino over at AboveTheLaw.com is the article writer for this, and that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, as I, this just reinforces that ide ideology that I have. That uh, I, I'm trying to found it in science, but I would have to do a, a more um, longitudinal study of society and identify various things um, to substantiate my claim that. As you approach being financially independent, moving towards millionaire, moving towards billionaire, you end up being a sociopath. Now, and I'm not talking about, oh, a millionaire here, a millionaire there, you know, two million, five million. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the type of uh, individual who has so much wealth that to skirt taxes, they can spin up their own medical insurance organization to stash money in as premiums um, for individual family members to tap whenever they want to, or the type of individual who can donate an entire multi-billion dollar corporation to an organization skirting taxes, yet they are the ones that are in charge. The family is the one that's in charge of the organization that is managing that billion dollar, multi-billion dollar company. That's the type of wealth that leads to sociopathy. 
So, Brown Rudnick stepping away from Kanye West. Uh, the next article kind of steps us back down to reality, right? Uh, things are getting expensive. Cost of living is still going up. Let's get us uh, a communication device that might be more reasonably priced. $228 OnePlus Nord N300 packs good looks and 33 watt charging. OnePlus is showing off a new low-end smartphone, the OnePlus Nord N300 5G. 228 phone that you can get from T-Mobile starting November 3rd. Highlights include a surprisingly handsome design for the price point because apparently looks is looks are expensive. Uh, you can't have a good looking inexpensive phone for some reason. The maybe $128 of this phone was spent on design. I'm not sure if that if design actually translates to that much cost to a phone, but apparently it does. Um, 33 watt charging and 90 Hertz display, not bad. And they have a bunch of other specs. Uh, most people don't really care about these specs, uh, cause they don't know the nuts and bolts of the device. They just want to know if it functions well and is reliable. And this is actually a pretty good looking phone. It is the, you know, basically the standard slab phone nowadays. You, if it wasn't for the OnePlus being slapped on the device, you'd probably never know that it was an Apple device um, or not. Ron Amadeo over at Ars Technica is the author of this. Um, it has a little uh, lead in here that the 90 hertz display sounds nice, but 720p does not. That's one of the specs in this. So I guess you're not going to be watching anything high res on it. It's a 1612 by 720 hertz display, or sorry, a pixel display which basically means um, you're not going to be watching anything at 1080 without it being scaled down. Um, or, well, it's going to be scaled in some direction. It's going to be painful. Um, but it charges faster than the $1,100 iPhone, according to the article. Um, there's a side fingerprint reader power on the in the power button, and you get a micro SD slot so you can expand its storage NFC, which is great, and a headphone jack, which for some people are they're really into that. Um, <clears throat> not bad. You get a 48 megapixel main camera and a two megapixel depth camera, apparently, and a front camera that's eight megapixels. So you can take all kinds of really uh, heavy data big pictures in one direction but only me eight megapixels in the other what's great about having a 48 megapixel main camera is that you can take a picture and you can zoom in and and take multiple shots out of that one big picture um, because there's so much data there but we've gone way past the race of uh more megapixels means anything I don't know if you can hear my spooky music or not, so I turned it up a little bit. Um, anyway, apparently in other places in the world, this is called the Oppo A77 5G. What do you think? I'll take the Oppo versus the OnePlus Nord N300. Is that the full name of it? No, N300 5G, just to put icing on the cake there. 
Um, the next article is in the Word in Tech, and for $1,570, you too can get a Naruto smartwatch from Montblanc. Oops, let me do this right in chat here. Um, there you go. Um, again, you can follow the links in chat. They'll allow you to go, if you hit exclamation point showbot, you can go over to uh, ometown.showbot.tv and vote on the articles you find interesting. Um, I think there's like five there right now. Um, at any rate, for the 20th anniversary of Naruto anime and manga, luxury brand Blanc, um, is releasing a limited edition version of the Summit 3 Wear OS 3 smartwatch featuring the titular character, which I hear often now. I don't know what happened, but you, you ever like say, hey, I want to go buy a, I don't know, a Toyota, a, a Porsche 911. I want to go buy a Porsche 911. I know everybody is chomping at the bit to go buy a Porsche 911. But anyway, you've never even noticed a Porsche 911, but suddenly you want a Porsche 911 and you start finding them everywhere and there's a term that it's called that where it pulls into your the forefront of your mind and you start being very cognizant of where Porsche 911s are and you go god I, why do I suddenly see them all the time that's what I hear when I see titular now I keep seeing it all over the place and I'm not sure what's going on anyway this titular character watch costs $1570 the Mont Blanc X Naruto Summit 3. Let's take a look at it. It's over at The Verge. Um, you know, it doesn't seem overly flashy. It's actually pretty sedate. Um, not quite black metal. Um, has some orange and <laughs> uh naruto anime character in the center where a calendar might be um and uh, it says naruto right in the center of it pretty neat if you are into naruto i do know somebody that's into naruto so i'm going to be sending this article over to him and yeah he could probably swing the bat hard enough to buy it so 1570 bucks for him probably isn't much interesting though i would never in a million years purchase it it features exciting naruto animations on the watch face and comes in naruto inspired packaging and the watch also has an engraved kunai naruto's weapon of choice as well as a leather strap embossed with a, a konohagara kure symbol The pushers, meanwhile, feature the Uzumaki spiral and the kanji for oil, which is featured on the forehead protector of Naruto's mentor, Jiraiya. One could say it's a smartwatch for the sophisticated anime, anime nerd. How many anime nerds are probably watching me right now? Uh, I don't know. For connectivity, it's got Bluetooth 5, Wi-Fi, and NFC for contactless payments. Really? That can't be right. 
As far as specs go, the Naruto Summit 3 isn't different from a regular one, which only costs $1,290. Both have the Qualcomm Snapdragon Wear 4100 Plus chip. Really? This is an actual smartwatch. I mean, it's an actual smartwatch. It's not just a watch, but it's a, it has smartwatch mechanics inside it. Interesting. I mean, I read it, but I don't believe it. It has water resistance to five atmospheres. Huh. I, wow. Ugh. It did it again. The Verge always, it snaps like 5,000 pages of articles and other stuff at the bottom of its page. I'm just going to move on. <clears throat> I don't like when it does that. Anyway, the next article is over in the... Pardon me one second. <laughs> Every episode I end up coughing. Um, the next article is... Oh, there was an error. One second, let me fix this. Try this again. A British hacker charged for allegedly running the real deal dark web market. A British hacker who brought the entire nation of Liberia offline more than seven years ago was arraigned before US federal court today, facing new charges of access, device fraud, and money laundering conspiracy. The hacker, Daniel K, K-A-Y, E has been accused of operating a dark web marketplace called the real deal for stolen login information for social media and bank accounts. The U S government devices and variety of illicit goods like drugs and unlawful hacking tools. Every hacking tool is unlawful unless it's used for academic purposes um, or professional purposes with authorization to hack. Um, unless, of course, it is state-sponsored, and then you have agency. Um, but nobody talks about it. The real deal allowed third-party vendors to set up online stores and purchasers to rate sellers based on their authenticity. Yeah, I was describing skimmers to people um, a couple of days ago and uh, saying that there was once a time where you could do a search on... Um, youtube and you could find videos for people selling skimmers and in the uh video it would actually have like a terms of service saying you're not allowed to resell this thing or copy it and and make your own and all of this stuff i thought it was really fascinating because like a thief is making a skimming device and you're not allowed to clone it uh, because there's honor among people who steal credit cards all right anyway this article is over at the verge as well mckenna kelly is the author of it did i say who the other article author was victoria song is the person who wrote the uh, naruto watch uh, smartwatch article it even said naruto smartwatch and i missed it twice uh, maybe i should give this up Anyway, the hacker Daniel K has been accused of operating the dark web marketplace called The Real Deal. They've been charged for other stuff, right? After operating The Real Deal for nearly a year. God, that's really hard to say. It almost rhymes. It's kind of sing-songy, um, like a cat in a hat. While the charges pertain to K's alleged illicit online marketplace, the hacker previously pleaded guilty in 2019 to a London court 
for launching a series of cyber attacks against a Liberian telecommunications company taking down the country's internet for several days. Uh, CNN reported that Key was hired, Key was hired by a senior employee at a rival telecom company called Cellcom, but it's not clear other, uh, that other company leaders were aware of the plan and uh, Kay was sentenced to over two years in prison. Today's indictment accuses Kay of selling the login information for computers belonging to U.S. agencies like NASA, the CDC, the U.S. Postal Service, and pro prosecutors are also charging him for laundering cryptocurrency he received from the Real Deals sales. That's hard to say, by the way. I'm trying to say that really fast. The Real Deals sales. While living overseas, this defendant allegedly operated an illegal website that made hacking tools and login credentials available for purchase, including those for U.S. government agencies, said U.S. Attorney Ryan K. Buchanan. Welp, I tell people all the time, you can learn to be a hacker, but the moment you do it without authorization, it's a criminal act. Uh, Elon Musk visits Twitter as a for, as the $44 billion deal neo, ne, nears completion. I don't know what's wrong with my mouth today, other than I'm trying to say things. Uh, the world's richest man, I really hate saying that, uh, arrived at Twitter's San Francisco offices on Wednesday as he faces a Friday deadline to complete the acquisition of the social media service. The moment that takes place... <laughs> I think that the stock is going to collapse, but I could be completely wrong because there are people out there that are going to scoop it up, trying to, you know, kind of ruin the short sellers who believe it's going to collapse. I'm not involved in trading any Twitter stocks. Um, I won't pump or dump them. And, uh, Depending on just how handsy he is with Twitter, I won't be back on Twitter. Because um, he thinks that he's going to turn it into the bastion of free speech, which is just BS. Um, anyway, so is this deal actually going to go through or is he going to bow out? He has until Friday to either swallow the bitter pill and drop a billion dollars to bow out cut his losses and allow Tesla and SpaceX to continue uh, unabated by his antics to acquire Twitter, or it's going to impact the stocks of uh, Twitter and Tesla and anything else he's involved in publicly. We'll see what happens. Mr. Musk, who runs Tesla and SpaceX, visited Twitter San Francisco offices on Wednesday and tweeted a nine second video of himself smiling and carrying a porcelain sink into the building. What a dumbass. Entering Twitter headquarters, let that sink in. <laughs> okay, so the last article. Nope, nope, nope. I thought this was going to be the last article, but I added two more. Um, so forget that. Let's do this. Um, I love Honeycrisp apples. Honeycrisp genome will help scientists breed better apples. There's one called Cosmic Crisp that is built off of the Honeycrisp genome. Um, it actually is a genetically modified apple called Cosmic Crisp. It's supposed to extend the shelf life dramatically. In my use case, it did not. Um, at least 
maybe in the in the researched portion of it where it was sitting in a lab and maybe general consumption it actually did extend it considerably its shelf life uh, but for me it did not um although i did hand it to somebody that may have handled it questionably um a team of researchers from Cornell University has sequenced the Honeycrisp apple genome, a boon for scientists and breeders working uh, with this popular and economically important cultivar, a different kind of breeder, by the way. Um, this is over at fizz.org. Uh, Krishna Ramanujan from Cornell University. Um, wrote this article sequenced with state-of-the-art technologies the genome available on an open sourced basis for anyone to access provides a valuable resource for understanding the genetic basis of important traits in apples and other fruit trees uh, species or tree fruit species which can be used to enhance breeding efforts according to the paper so we're going to have the uh covid crisp or something like that here in the future it'll crawl off the table and infect somebody with i don't know applesauce anyway the u.s apple industry is worth 23 billion dollars annually it seems low um, and honeycrisp is its most valuable cultivar bringing growers roughly twice the value per pound than the second most valuable cultivar fuji Due to its favorable traits, including crispness, flavor, uh, cold hardiness, and resistance to apple scab fungal disease, breeders have used Honeycrisp as a parent in nine new cultivars on the market, including the Cornell University-developed Snapdragon. There's a lot more to this article, uh, but I'm just going to drop it right there. Just know that uh, some of your apples might be genetically modified. And if you're worried about that kind of thing, look at the label. It'll be identified as being a genetically modified uh, apple. But the standard Honeycrisp is not. Um, let's move on to the next article. Apple says USB charging will be coming to iPhones. Yes, the EU basically stomped its feet and said you will make. Oh, you know what? I didn't throw something else in there. I didn't throw that last article in there into a chat sorry about that um the eu said you're going to uh, add usb-c to your apple devices or else and sure enough apple uh, will do just that because they want to keep on uh, doing business in the eu an executive said, said apple will obviously comply with forth forthcoming charging requirements in europe but declined to specify whether the move would be more widespread Yes, I hope that they do shift over to USB-C. Um, I want one cable to rule them all. Um, it looks like Apple Incorporated will soon be or get more plugged into the needs of some users with European regulators set to require the electronic devices in the European Union to carry USB-C ports by the end of 2024. I think that's way too far out. Um, an Apple executive recently said that the uh, company will need to go along with that directive. Obviously, we'll have to comply, said Jack. Uh, Jack, my gosh, Greg Joswiak. Um, Apple senior vice president of worldwide marketing told the audience at the Wall Street Journal's Tech Live conference Tuesday. Let me see something. Yeah, this was published today, so 
Um, <clears throat> although he didn't specify when the company would make such a change. It's going to have to be before the uh, 2024. Uh, though Apple has been more keen to give iPads and Macs uh, USB-C ports, the company has only had its proprietary lightning cable on its iPhones dating back to the iPhone 5 that debuted a decade ago. So prior generations had that uh, 40-pin connector, this big old fat connector. Um, in contrast, most Android phones have USB-C ports, and lawmakers behind the EU measure have said that it could save consumers more uh, their 250 million euro in aggregate that they would have to spend on purchases in excess charging equipment. Well, they may have to buy more USB-C charging stuff. Anyway, I know I've had to do it. When I switched everything over to USB-C, I had to purchase more USB-C stuff. Do I have to buy more USB-C stuff when I buy more equipment? Yeah, actually I do. Why? Because I have to plug in each device. Can I rotate, rotate it out like crops? Yeah, sure. But why? Believe me, people are still buying. Some aren't, but many are. This will mitigate some of the costs, but really people are just going to buy more cables. Okay, so the last article for today is in uh, the word in tech, and it is um, Alphabet third quarter results follow industry-wide trend of falling revenue. Um, Alphabet revenue fell below analyst expectations in the third quarter, it announced Tuesday, as it continues to weather an industry-wide tech slowdown. This industry-wide tech slowdown is... Uh, built off of analysts saying that we demand everything to keep going up and our predictions are X amount of last year plus what we think should be taking place. This isn't an industry-wide slowdown. This is just a slowdown. This is people tired of spending their money this way and that way, not making enough to continue uh, spending and spending and spending and still having food on the table. Why? Because it goes back to the very beginning of the year. And what I have been saying for years, um, only ramping up me actually talking about it online and on stream, uh, since I started the stream in January, people don't have any money anymore. As, as much as these, uh, you know, other analysts and other talking heads have said, well, during the pandemic, everybody saved up. Yeah, there's a lot of money in the system, but it isn't the average Joe. It isn't the middle class and lower. There's a lot of money in the system, but it's going to be spent. People just weren't spending it. It's equivalent to elasticity of demand. This is a conversation that I had a couple of days ago as well. Um, People have been holding off spending money because they are not going out spending money. But now everything is becoming more open and people are going out and spending money. So all of that money that's supposedly sitting in a bank, it's not accruing interest because banks stopped giving real interest on the deposits. What, 35, 40 years ago, back in the late 70s, uh, when you could get a 3% uh 
savings or checking account now you're not getting anything they're taking money out of your checking account if you have low um, balances right anyway this is not some industry-wide trend of falling revenue this is irrational exuberance as to what the profitability of a company is and if they would have listened to the company reported estimates then probably it would be on target but I, again i'd have to go and look at all of the other companies and see if it is industry-wide based on the analysts or if it's industry-wide based on the expectations of the internal machinations of these companies i'm willing to bet that it's the the uh, mbas saying as an analyst not as a company insider obviously the two shouldn't be able to predict the same number um, without insider information that would be illegal anyway carrie paul is the author of this over at the guardian who wrote the article youtube growth slowed to a crawl due to tough competition from other streaming apps amid broader economic downturn it's so cryptic right so recession fears cost of living going through the freaking roof that's the cpi and the ppi gas prices shooting up through the roof um, diesel is still almost twice the price that it was a year ago regular unleaded here in the united states is hovering around what three dollars and eighty cents something like that yeah let me check for sure yeah, three dollars and seventy-six cents uh, today. Might as well round up at uh, seventy-seven cents. But anyway, so Alphabet slash YouTube is struggling with TikTok and others uh, that are spinning up their uh, streaming services. Facebook, um, Twitch, of course, and. Um, I don't know. I I just don't see it as an economic downturn in the way that they're saying that it's industry wide. It's just that it's irrational exuberance and in terms of what these analysts predicted. Tone things down. Don't expect 10%, 20%, 30% growth year over year. It doesn't work that way. It can't work that way. Somebody has to suffer. Usually it's the employee's wages being suppressed because some MBA says, hey, I can make more money for the company. But the only thing that takes place is employee wages are suppressed. The margin is increased for operations and the profits go to the C-suite and to stockholders, but not stakeholders. We can talk about that in another episode. Um, I am done for today. Uh, about... 11 articles i think they're all over at uh, ometown.showbot.tv go and vote on the ones that you think are interesting uh, come back tomorrow 6 p.m we'll chat uh, i will talk about this that and the other and um, hopefully add some value to uh, the discussion come on back i'll see you tomorrow <laughs>